Hello and welcome to Monday's episode of Curry Lel- Mel and Curry Lee of a podcast. Today's episode, my brother, Jersey Boy, is going to join us as a special guest. And I'm waiting for Mel to hop on. Hello, my sister, Curvy Lee. Lee for short, it's fine. Just for, um, throw it out there, it's going to be long and boring, and (laughs) it might not go well with your audience, so don't worry. Usually you you have a good uh, drop, and then you bring people people back in with like a higher count because they're like okay maybe it's not going to be a boring one so the next one might be better so I love how you're planning to like dismantle my podcast <laughs> uh, I'm not trying to if anything I'm trying uh, I'm helping you strike gold right now because oh, because they'll, they'll listen to this and like oh man this is a fucking snores fest then they'll go through they'll be like you know what I'll wait for next week it'll probably be better and bam strike gold Jesus Christ. So my brother doesn't listen to our podcast. <laughs> he listens to our trailer. He doesn't know we episode twice a week. <laughs> so he's like, I part of the week for our viewers. Oh, that's even better. You see? I've caught the highlights on, on some. So that's why I know that uh, my subject matter might not uh, be as near as what this is. My as the norm, they would say. His wife listens to the podcast, so she like gives him the snippets. I assume. Yeah, I'm waiting on Mel over here to you know pop in whenever she feels like it. It should be like this. Should be your cold open right, like right <laughs> here. So you would edit this part to be in the beginning, so that you would just have the dead time, and it'd be like, I've never knew my sister for the last. 28 years and for whatever reason you're 29 my yeah, i'm 29 you're 29 anyway yeah 28 <laughs> that adds up i wouldn't know you for my first year anyway so my wife was able to for whatever reason catch a podcast and she she may have thought that she may have had my sister found my sister my long lost <laughs> sister that i never knew existed Super. Until now. And boom, there's your cold open. And Mel just signed on at the weirdest point in time. Sorry. You guys are ridiculous. So Mel is on the chat now. We already have Jersey Boy, my brother. Hey. He's going to wreck our podcast. <laughs> I like how you started with it without me. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know why she was. I, I was able to throw in a cold open if she wanted to put that slight effort to edit in, but we'll see. First off, Mel, you were completely included and then you just didn't show up on time. My bad. Eh, oh, my lot. I missed the timeline. I got the message that said, wait, you're doing laundry. That's it. Everything other than that, I didn't get. You know, this is kind of weird too. My wife's name is Mel. So I, I might need to use some like lines for me so I could tell the difference between the two. Is that cool with you, Mel? Alrighty. Alright. Say, go faster. Go faster? Okay, now say, don't stop. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. So, yeah, yeah, I can tell the difference. 
So disgusting. <laughs> Once came to the podcast, my brother's very married. <laughs> and his wife really is named Mel. Yeah, I just had to make sure I was able to tell the difference between the two. So gross. Hey. So gross. <laughs> actually, it's actually really on trend for the podcast, though. <laughs> disgusting for me personally. <laughs> on trend for the podcast. You'll be fine. That's good. Don't worry. You, uh, you'll, you'll hear the edit in with the cold open where this is uh, my first time. Knowing I have a sister, not just talking to Lee, but discovering <laughs> this is my sister that I did not know about for the last 28 years. It would have been hilarious if it was. The funny thing is, we joke that our mom has a sibling we don't know about, like that she's been hiding from us. All right, so that's an ongoing bit that I have with my mom, yeah. that there's another <laughs> son, and she has yet to uh, not, not deny it, but also not to admit to it either so i'm pretty sure after this whole corona business she'll finally sit us down and i will be victorious in that it's been like about like at least two decades like no we have another sibling we just don't know about it hey the more the merrier right yeah. the funny thing is during this coronavirus epidemic mom came home from the long island house and it's, she gave me more, more freaking bananas. She like has an obsession for bringing home bananas. Like, does your other kid live on freaking plantation? That you have so many goddamn bananas at like your dispense. D- don't <laughs> say the Long Island house like she's some Hamptons like rich person. You're gonna put a target on her head. Our stepdad lives in Long Island. <laughs> okay, sure. You know what? That's a better believable story than the one I just said. <laughs> Yes, our stepdad lives in Long Island. The podcast knows that there's a Long Island house. <laughs> oh, uh, Mel, I also was letting uh, not just Lino, but the audience know that uh, I might bring this podcast down with uh, my boring uh, stories of me. But a lot of the audience might say, okay, fuck this guy. And come to the next pod in the next episode, so you might have a push of audience. Then I think they're gonna love you and ask for you to come back. Mm-hmm, probably. Don't feel sympathy for me. Don't ask. Don't you know? <laughs> for everyone on the podcast, he volunteered. Exactly. So, he called his wife and volunteered. So, so the crazy thing was, you know, since we're just gonna get right into the meat and potatoes, um, so. Lee, for whatever reason, uh, messaged me about six months ago before this all went down saying, um, I don't know who you are. And I was like, well, that's factually incorrect. You do know who I am. As a person. (laughs) And uh, my Mel uh, let me know that that actually might merit some weight. Because after uh, high school, I went into the Navy. So one thing that Lee said was uh, that all I can think about is that teenager that was there. I don't know anyone else. I was like, oh, that makes sense. And, you know, the end of the world happened. And, you know, what was a better time to learn about your sibling. Than, than now. It's got nothing but time. 
So about six months ago, no, seven months ago, I started therapy again. Again. I believe therapy again. Again. So my therapist asked me, he's like, so like, what about your sibling? He's like, um, he's married. <laughs> he's I the grown man. Conveniently leave the other one out. Yeah. Like, he's married. <laughs> he's married. <laughs> I have a great chat with his wife. He's like, do you talk to him? He's like, not really, no. <laughs> so he's like, you can connect with your brother, you know, build a relationship with you. Like, your adult sibling. It's like, sure, I'll, I'll try. And I tried. And it went well. Because I'm a recluse. <laughs> you you make it seem like you trying was like, oh man, I really don't want to get in contact with my brother. That's kind of rough. You know, he's been in and out of rehab, out of jobs. He just hasn't been right ever since the incident. And we can't, we don't talk that much because of it. No, we chat like every like couple of weeks. <laughs> And he's actually really successful in his like life journey. Uh, I won't say that much. <laughs> no, you're doing you're doing really well with what your life plan is. You're doing really I'm well. I'm doing, but I'm a recluse. You're not a recluse. <laughs> like I'm the issue. I don't think you're the issue. You might be like the seasoning for the food, but that's about it. Like not really. I there. There's always been this thing where <laughs> Lee always thought she was the favorite. Mind you, mm-hmm. I'm not the one with the child. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but but it, it's never that. If you were if you're ever gonna make us a meal, uh, mm. Lee would be the meal, and I would be the drink on the side that you will look at. Yeah, and you're like, you know what? Not this, th- not tonight. I won't have it tonight. And then a week from now, you go to that same restaurant, have that same meal. You're like, you know what? Tonight's tonight. And then you have that drink. And you don't stop drinking, and you're like, oh, now I know why I don't have that drink. <laughs> but it's always a good time during, not necessarily after. Okay, like that's—he's the drink that gets you blackout drunk. Hey, sometimes you get like, and then like fingers you in the bathroom. He's—he's <laughs> he's a strong scotch. Eh, scotch is weak. <clears throat> not the way we mix it. Scotch is weak. <laughs> but yeah, so Kirby Mel and my brother Jersey Boy have met in person, but it's like it's one time, birthday. bro, one time. So it was like a simple, nice, like family gathering. So it was like no booze here for a one-year-old's <laughs> birthday. Like we had to like, be there sober. They've never had a deep, gross conversation till now. Well, that's fine. Like I said, what better time than now? So, where do you want to start? You're like manhood in the journey. Well, or like well, as the Bible says, we in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you know uh, what happened that early morning when I left for uh, Meps to go into the Navy, Leandra nope. Lee? Um, sorry, I don't know. No. I've, I don't know. So, no, I don't. I don't know that story. Uh, here, here's a better question. Do you know why I joined the Navy, Lee? No, I, so you wanted structure in your, like, life path, I think. And I think you wanted, like, you were going for a specific job, I think. I, de- I definitely was. I'm going to spoil it now. Didn't get that job. We'll get to there, though. Um, <laughs> uh, I... 
wanted to get into Navy because I don't know what else to do. So the structure answer is right. But more of the important thing was I wanted to help mom with her breast cancer because I wasn't. Yes, our mother is a survivor. They don't, those past cuts doesn't know. Our mom survived. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, she's been 10 years free. Um, but mm-hmm. I, yeah. and I don't know if no one knows this, but even back then in 2009, don't want to get political uh medical medical (laughs) uh bills weren't nice at all and and when i and when i left uh she was not to do bills and everything else uh, i I wouldn't say she was at the beginning part but she was at the beginning middle part of her breast cancer so yeah that's why i chose i chose to go to navy so, uh, that morning, obviously, she drove me. It, it was just really, really quiet. And this is when we were living in Pennsylvania. And you had to drive me at the gate. Mm-hmm. And it was like a, it was like a fucking handoff at the middle of the night. You thought, you thought she was, she was pushing me off at the Mexicali, trying to get find me a better life in America or some shit like that. But um, I told her I'll call you when I can. And, uh, you know, I'll see you later. So went there, went to maps, long, all that time. Boot camp happened, yelling, blah, blah, blah. No one cares. Uh, <laughs> so for Navy uh, boot camp, it's in the Great Lakes, Chicago. I've only been. Can you want to tell them the time of year it is, actually? The time of year so would nine, the story. T- from 2009, November. It was, it was like a few yeah. days shy of Thanksgiving. Uh, and I graduated in January in 2010. Uh, that was the worst because bootcamp was fine. It, it wasn't, you know, it was like, oh, it was so hard. People yelling at you. No, what made it actually the worst was because Chicago is a fucking piece of shit that no one wants to live to. It is freezing cold. And the lakes that are there do not help. And it's funny because they would usually make jokes saying that it gets so cold that you will form ice cools around your eyes. And goddamn, did I have fucking icicles on my eyelids? <laughs> it was that cold. Ouch. Uh, it, 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 it was what some would know from the East Coast living in Jersey, New York. It was brick out. <laughs> extremely brick out but uh then i went from 2010 uh still still same year uh like hours after boot camp i want to say less than 12 to fucking meridian mississippi where goddamn time did not go forward <laughs> in that place <laughs> uh, i not only feared for my life i could have sworn that those weren't like campfires they were burning in the back. <laughs> the Civil War was pending to happen in this time period. No, 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 no. it wasn't pending. They lost it. They were just waiting for the, for the sequel. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so that was another three months there. Uh, then went to my first command, wasn't, which wasn't uh, that far off, but then I went to Patuxent River, Maryland, Pax River, VX1, 
And uh, <laughs> if anyone, if anyone wants to know, like an audience saying, "Oh man, he's supposed to be serious," I can promise you, people, they they can tell you what the fuck, uh, where they've been, what stations, and all that stuff. I oh yeah, I should probably say mm -hmm. what my job was. So I was a uh, fast operating aviation administrator. <laughs> all that. He worked on planes. Helicopters. Helicopters. <laughs> helicopters. Uh, exact. So all I was was a glory uh, desk jockey. That's all I was. I was doing paperwork for uh, the H-60 Sierra slash Romeo. And obviously no one would know what the fuck that is. It will also be known as the Black Hawk. So it's the Navy Ooh. version of that. So, nice. Yeah. But, um... Uh, again, death shocking. Nothing too crazy, not too insane. But man, do people take that job Wait. seriously? What's up? Is Patuxent River one that you go like one broke, two broke, three broke? Is that 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 one or is that the next town? So that was Pat. That was, was Patuxent River where yeah. I, in fact, did break <laughs> and downed three helicopters <laughs> because I was an idiot. So, I thought so. uh. I that that you know it's a good segue because I hated paperwork. I hated being in behind the desk. It was the fucking worst. I, it was a mind-numbing fucking job. I don't know how people do it. You people are heroes that do that every day because I hated it. But I was decent yeah, at that job. <laughs> what was that? Um, no. Yeah, me too. I yeah. hate paperwork too. But you know, it has to get it has to get done. <laughs> Everyone's got a job. <laughs> but um so that motivated me to you know work hands-on with like the helicopters i usually use this excuse of saying you know i i i can't you know i need to put the part to the paper so it was a really good excuse to fucking get out to <laughs> get out of the office which was just a, a door away from the hangar where all the fucking helicopters were at so uh, mm. I was doing that and all that. Had, had, had a, I was really, really lucky because I was uh, decent at my job and became decent to good and good to good decent at my job. But <laughs> um, so one fateful day, I was uh, doing um, just some bullshit paperwork, boring stuff. And I, but I had to look at some parts. So Three, three helicopters that I was working on and uh, I go out in the hangar and I was like, okay, I'm gonna uh, ask someone to help me out to find these parts. So they're, they were, they're like batteries and the batteries are in the hood, quotation figures, of the helicopter. So it's just like you're like a car. If you, you pull the hood of that, it's the same thing kind of for a helicopter, except it's just smaller. And it just has like three batteries and a super top secret fucking GPS. Who cares? Uh, so I asked this dude, like, hey, I'm looking for these things. Uh, can you just let me know what they are? Because I wasn't super savvy or, you know, fully knew what the fuck a helicopter was, let alone what the pieces were in them. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah it's really easy. So he brought me to a helicopter they were working on. And I looked at it. He showed me, like, it's right here. Just open it up, you know, clock, clock, and close it down. Make sure you give it a good hit. Uh, it sometimes will give some hard uh, 
uh, pushback. Say, like, oh, okay, cool, no problem. So uh, I go to uh, the helicopters, open the first one up, see it, the parts there, looking good, awesome, and close it down, shut it down, and go to the next one. And uh, open it up, see the parts there, close it down. Go to the third one, open it up, see the part, close it down. But when I closed it down that third time, I heard a little, like, ding, 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 ding. And I'm like, what? And I was like, that was weird. So I opened it back up, and I noticed the bar that was holding it up broke. So what the guy didn't tell me was that it's like a hydraulic spring. It's like a small hydraulic thing. So when you open it, the, the hydraulic thing will come up, and you're supposed to twist it and close it. Didn't tell me that. So it was broke to shit. So I was like, oh, fuck. I just did this to two other helicopters. So I go to the second helicopter that I did that to. Open it up. The bar's dangling. Close that down. Go to the first one I worked on. Open it up. And I'm like, please. Fucking please. Open it up. Bars dangling down. And I close that. And I'm like, shit. So why I was doing these uh, part number things is because these three, those three specific helicopters had to fly that day. So I had to go to maintenance control and let them know that me, an idiot, broke three helicopters. So I was like, so I go up there like, hey, chief, can I, can I talk to you offline real quick? And I was like, yeah, 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 what's up? And he said, I told him like, all right, chief, I'm going to go right to the chase. Um, I broke the hoods of those three helicopters. And he looked at me and we're, we're pretty, you know, cool with each other. So he knows when I'm fucking with him and not, and he can see that I was like beat sweat, white as fucking rice. And he's like, you broke all three. My chief, I went over there to find some batteries and I broke all three. It's like, okay, okay. What do you mean you broke all three? See the hood. I opened it up, close it down. The bars broke. And he's like, and he goes over, and I'm walking with him. He opens the first one. <laughs> there it goes. Look at the fucking bar dangling. Closes that down. Goes to the second one. Bar dangling. Goes to the third one, hoping that something would fucking change. And there it goes. Bar fucking dangling. And he's like, blah. He's like, you broke all three of these. I was like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, chief. We got to fly these helicopters. It's like, I know, chief. I didn't mean to break them. <laughs> and it's like, all right, we're going to make some phone calls and we're going to fix this up and we'll talk about this later. <laughs> so we got, you know, uh, oh, we get that worked up and everything. It's all good. Uh, day is saved. Not by me, obviously. And <laughs> so, like, the next day comes and my chief, my supervisor slash boss and like five other chiefs big dick anchors all look at me like what the fuck were you thinking and i was like i they told me to close it and open it and close it down they didn't tell me i didn't know there was a spring there and he's like so you muscle fucked it down and i'm like yeah and i was like who told and the other like obviously it was like who told you to do that i'm like i don't know 
I'm just like, I'm not gonna die. Man. <laughs> I'm just like, he's like, you don't know who told you to do that. I'm like, nope. <laughs> and, <laughs> In this yeah, story, exactly. he's like eighteen and a so, half. So like, you know, like they were they were gonna put they put the fucking knuckles to me. You know, just like you better tell us who told you. Like, nah, I don't remember. It was a stressful day. I'm feeling stressed right now. And you know, they they pushed back on that. I don't know how they figured it out, but they did some detective work and they figured out who told me. But that that dude that that dude came to me and was like, "Yo, man, thanks for not telling them that I didn't tell I I told you what to do, but you should have just fucking told them. I should have told you better." So, like they ran the yeah. cameras back and figured it out. And um, so not not any um relation to that. Uh, I was able to. Find some extra work in security. <laughs> so they got me the security work where, man, standing fucking watch in the middle of nowhere is fucking boring. But that's where I met Forrest. And, and yeah, he's good. We're cool. And that made my life a little bit better. Uh, that'll be it for another depressing episode later. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, then a little after that, uh, I they had like the super secret squirrel dumb shit, like the E two D Hawkeye fucking oh man, f- radios and uh, intelligence, some dumb stuff. Ah, my dumbass was able to work with multi million dollar equipment, and I was able to broke three, be, broke three. But you know, they said, you know what? Let's double down. Let's double down. I think we gave them more. We don't have a problem. I'm gonna tell you what. There was a problem they have with these laptops that we have. They're like uh, specific, very specific laptops. I forgot. I forgot the fucking name of them are. Uh, they're, they're like the Toughbook brand. I forgot what they're called. But um, I'll never forget. I figured out a problem that we're having. So sometimes. Uh, you would have to take out a, uh, a seat, the CDs to like script it and you know boring shit. And but the CD reader won't wouldn't read sometimes. So me, the genius that I am, grew up in the '90s, and I grew up with a Nintendo 64. Yeah. So I thought, wait a minute, yeah, I could pull this out. So if I just pull it out and blow on it, it should work. And it fucking worked, and I was a. Uh, I was like, "Oh man, I didn't think nothing of it." I was like, "Oh man, it worked." So through that, so we we would have like bi-weekly meetings of like all this dumb shit because we were gonna do like this big thing in Vegas. It, it, it's about like 2011 to 2012 around this time frame. So I was in this command for like three years, uh, and. Fucking, my uh, we were working with these civilians, and they they were they were like testing this stuff, and like ah fuck, it's not reading again. It was like whoa, what do you mean it's not reading? It was like the CD is not reading again. It's like oh, oh, I I know the fix that. So I took it out. Mind you, these these are like college, like university people that get paid way more money than I do to figure this shit out, and. I pull out the fucking CD thing and I blow on it, put it back, and it fucking worked. And they thought I was a fucking genius. And I'm like, how'd you figure that out? 
And I was like, you know, it's like the Nintendo 64. You just fucking blow it and fucking slap it back in. Blow and slap. And they're like... <laughs> yeah. So, pause the story. Pause the story. So, growing up, he did have the Nintendo 64. Growing up, yeah. he had two controls and only he played on them. So, whenever the game messed up and he could blow on it and it wouldn't yeah. work, he'd call me in the room and make me yeah, blow on the shit. Just never as if I, I was just magic. It wrong. <laughs> and then put the shit back and... in. Wow. So, you're an excellent blower. Yeah, I know, That's right? Telling me? Oh, don't worry. That that will come in <laughs> later in the story. From his. <laughs> but, um. So, able to go to Vegas. And, and we have uh, Grandpa that lives there. Grandpa, uh, Grandpa Andrew. Uh, who lives yeah. over there? And I was able to see him. That was a fun time. Uh, was hanging around with a bunch of my buddies there. I'll never forget. So like those I have like three Vegas stories. They're all the same, but they always start with we we start with a we start oh, at the the base. Uh, Andrew's base. I forgot. Is the Air Force? Nellis, Nellis Air Force Base. Like yeah, so we always start there. Yeah, um, the I, we too. had two designated drivers. I was the first one because I would drive us to the bar. <laughs> no, 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 the bar. Oh, oh is yeah. A Barker story? <laughs> it's not a Barker story. That's, that's when we got back story? because that's when his family got back oh, to us. Uh, until later after this. But, um, so, uh, we, I would be the designated driver going, but not going back because I would just fucking drink my ass off. So we went to this like awesome clubs. If anyone know, knows who he is, uh, Alesso uh, so, uh, from the band, not the band, their DJ group, uh, Three Six Mafia, went to one of his shows. I forgot what. Oh, I love that. Yeah. yeah. I, I for I forgot I forgot which hotel it was, but uh, it was fucking awesome. It was cool and everything, having a good time, and I'll never forget. I saw one of my buddies like, "Yo, man, we're good. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. I was like, "Hey, give me a drink." I gave him ten dollars, and uh, went back to go, went back to dancing. Fucking time flew. I don't know what time it was, where, what was going on, but. Then he's like, all right, thanks, everybody. Have a good night. And I'm like, wait, what? So it's like 3 in the morning. Still didn't get my drink. And none of my friends that were there with me are there with me. So I'm walking. I'm like, oh, shit. Uh, I'm on the strip. And I see I my phone was dead. I had like $20 in my pocket. And I'm in the middle of the fucking strip. Figuring out where the fuck everyone's at. So I was like, shit. <laughs> so the best thing you could do is start just fucking walking back. <laughs> so I start, I start walking back. And um, this car was fucking following me. And I was like really nervous out. It was like getting really slow and everything. All that shit. And I don't know, if you've ever been to Vegas, there's the strip. All the houses then fucking nothing. There's nothing in the beginning. There's nothing there. It's just dirt. Desert. And I was just, one, I was really fucking drunk. And two, I didn't know, fuck, this was like, oh, fuck, I'm gonna die in Vegas. I was like, uh, at this point, I'm like 20. Yeah, I'm, I'm 20. 
Yeah, you're not even putting one. I, mean, I, I knew it wasn't the fucking cops because they would have stopped me already. And, and I would have told them, hey, man, I'm in the fucking Navy. Can you drive me back? <laughs> that would have pulled that car because that, that works more than you think, <laughs> depending where you are. Uh, so I was like, you know what? I can outrun this car. <laughs> so all of a sudden, I, so I go from the sidewalk and I start running to like the dirt. And just go running, 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 like, aha, fucking idiot. I turn around, the fucking car is right behind me. And I'm shit, I'm like, holy shit. It's like, he running, running, fucking running. And, like, they get to the side. And, like, I couldn't, I didn't see them. I couldn't hear them. But they were going slow enough to try to catch up with me, but not fast enough so they would get ahead of me. And it's just like, they were yelling at me. I don't know what the fuck it was. And I was just running, 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 running. <laughs> there was a gate, and I was able to hop the gate. And, like, I got down. And, like, whoa! I was just like, whoa! I was like, oh, shit! What, <laughs> why were you running after me? And, and why were you drifting? And, like, why the fuck did you run away? It was like, because I thought you were going to fucking hit me my car. So, uh, was my buddies. is stupid uh, misunderstanding, obviously. Uh, got back safe, boring, all that stuff. <laughs> safe, boring, all that stuff. So, uh, the Barker stories. Barker was my supervisor. Supervisor. He was um uh, my mentor. All that. He he taught me. Yeah, yeah he taught me. He taught oh, me a lot. He's basically like that. my navy dad, essentially. So. Barker unfortunately had a very rough life <laughs> going in. Yeah, ha- had a wife, lost that wife, had a kid, kind of lost that wife again. Had a, your kid wasn't his kid, <laughs> so Ouch. if you ever wanted to know what a military man was, that was him. <laughs> Yeah, it's, and it's all the same wife. There's same like more than wife. one wife. It's all the same wife. Yeah. Well, the third one came after. Kids, came after that. But that was his kid. <laughs> yeah. Consolation prize. Damn. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, <laughs> so I'll never forget. Uh, it was this really, really bad day he had. He was going through his divorce again. Uh, and he was, you know, losing more than he had. <laughs> again and he was late one day, one morning and it was just like where the fuck's barking like man i don't know the fuck's barking my chief came in and was like what the fuck's barking I'm like you know who the fuck barking is that so he, finally he comes in and he is he's a white guy with like you know the balding part where he has hair on the sides and on top so it, you know all that worst glasses <laughs> he's fucking be red he is furious he is angry and we, we didn't know what it was, so we just we didn't say shit to him. <laughs> you know, any any professional, responsible person would have said, "Hey, are you okay?" We didn't say shit to him because he put a, he would have possibly pulled out a fucking gun right there. I tell you what. <laughs> so so like it's quiet. What happened? He gets on the phone, off the phone. Gets on the work phone, off that phone. Back on his regular phone. Hangs that up. This is bullshit. <laughs> and like that finally broke the tension. Like, okay, what's up? What happened? Are you okay? And he's like, yeah, my fucking stupid friend just crashed my fucking car. 
And I'm like, oh shit. Like, is it like offended? Like, no, he fucking flipped it. It is gone. It is totaled. So he, now he does not have a car. <laughs> and I'm like, oh shit. Uh, that sucks, man. And everyone's like, oh, we don't know what to do. So me and my infinite wisdom looked at. Oh, God. <laughs> mind you, at the, I'm again only like mm-hmm. 19 and 20 talking to him with my. <laughs> 19 and 20 brains like well Barker at least that's one less thing your wife can take from you (laughs) and the whole shop was like did he just say that (laughs) like everyone was just so my brother doesn't have good timing with his you know mouth to brain hearing a pin drop you could have heard a fucking mouse queef in that (laughs) And it's like, <laughs> he looks at me, and I'll never forget, it wasn't, it wasn't like anger, it was more confusion, because even he was like, are you serious? And then he looks at me, looks at everyone, and he's like, he just starts laughing, he's like, you just, it's like, you know what, you're a fucking idiot, but you know what, I needed that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, sometimes you do. Laughter is the best medicine sometimes. Exactly. But uh, his, when his family came uh, back, <laughs> the wife came with a car. He, so he had a car finally with that to go back Again. and forth. And I spent a lot of my time helping him out with his family. Nothing too crazy, like, you know, just babysitting and shit. He had this fucking kid named Zeke. And he was a fucking, he was a fucking trip. I'll never forget. Oh, he had a very... Uh, active imagination. So he had he took two of his hands, and one hand was Wolverine, and one hand was Spider Man. And he's like, "I'm gonna get you, Wolverine." He's like, "I'm gonna get you, Spider Man." And then he just like claps his hands together and starts beating him up, also beating himself up. And this is like a Saturday at like nine and nine night and me and him already drunk and we're looking at him we're looking at zeke at this child who is in a diaper two years old like two or three and you know just a diaper rolling around for like a good four minutes and then he just stops and we look at him we're like so who won and Zeke, this three to two year old <laughs> child in his diapers, looked at us and said, "What?" <laughs> so, I never knew who won that fight, and I wake up sometimes in a cold sweat, <laughs> wondering who won. <laughs> so fucking stupid. But, yeah. Fast forward that so went to stupid. uh, two thousand twelve. To 2016, yeah, I was, I was, oh yeah, yeah. So I was in Maryland, yeah, yeah, I was in Virginia. I was in Maryland for two years. I reenlisted for three years because I had a, I, I, I had an enlistment of three years Mm -hmm. going in. So I had one more year in the Navy. So I just did three more years. So that would uh, have me out for four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so. He rolled uh, over his minutes. That my 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 first class at the time 
I, that was the best decision I did not make for myself <laughs> to reenlist for that much. So remember, I went to the Navy to support my family. I did not have any of that money to bring back to support yeah, you broke shit when you go in. So yeah, so that's when that's when I started taking my deployments. But before that, so 2012, uh, 2012 mm-hmm. rolls in, and uh, I go into Virginia. And this is like the big show. This is like, this is this is big boy time now. You, yeah, yeah. You're it's like it's it's, it's you're not Talks fucking around shoulders. anymore. So, yeah. And I was really nervous no with that no because I was like, man, I thought I was good at my job. I could barely do my job, <laughs> but yeah. again, I was able to. Uh, you know, hit hit the fucking gates running and all that. So I go in and he's like, "All right, well, how much time do you got?" I was like, "I've only been here since like fucking breakfast, man. I barely know what I'm doing." It's like, "Okay, cool. You have six months, and we are sending you on deployment." Like, awesome! I've never been on a boat before. <laughs> And with that, it's just me, myself, and I for my job, which is fucking big dick, desk jockey, paperwork boy, uh, which subsequently is a very important job that you don't want to fuck up that I don't know how to do yet. <laughs> uh, but they they uh, helped me out. I met a lot of good people there that helped me out that I talk to still to this day. They're cool people. Uh, worked with fucking heroes, I'll tell you much. Like, you got... Uh, you you could never measure, uh, like, how military people work. Like, you got people dropping warheads on foreheads and, like, in the fucking sandbox, pissing in their pants, eating disgusting food. And, you know, those are heroes. And but the dudes I worked with for those fucking helicopters are fucking heroes because they like they had families, they had full families. I didn't have shit, <laughs> and they were working on. Well, t- you did. You had your sister at home. Yeah. And your mom. Yeah, yeah, but they had families. I was way called they had kids, okay? Children. <laughs> they had like fucking baseball to go to. They had school stuff and they're there from like sun up to sun down and I'm like I could never do your job and they're eating more shit than I am and like you know the, that was one thing I always just talked to them and it was like hey what's going on how you doing and I, I always like talking to them because it was just like it, it would stop everything for just a moment and it would just get to know get to know them Cause fuck, man, they're out. There, like this, they're just out. There, like I'll never forget. This is one motherfucker that that was out there for like five hours in the pouring rain, and he wasn't doing a fucking strenuous job. I could have done that job. I tried to do that job. Like yo, bro, I can. I, I was like, I can switch you out. We we were hurting on people too, mind you, because they had like three other deployments, so there was no one there. And it's just, oh, it's just holding a fucking fire extinguisher. Like, yo, bro, I can do this. I got you. He's like, no, 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 no. I need you at the desk. 
if something goes down. And I'm like, what the fuck do you need? You mean me at the test? And I, at the point, I thought he was just trying to like say I'm, I'm fucking useless, but no, he legitimately need me at the desk to make fucking phone calls, switch parts and shit and all that. So like, is that's most of the work right there. Uh, and, and that, we're just dealing with helicopters. But in Virginia, it was kind of cool because uh, the SEALs will use the, the helicopters because, again, like I said, they usually normally use the Blackhawks uh, out, yeah. out fucking country in, you know, the desert and all that shit. So the, 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 the Sierras and Romeos, they're basically the same fucking thing, except we use them here, not there. Which, you know, with when the SEALs are using your helicopters, you know... Some people would be like, oh, yeah, we got to get these helicopters. Oh, yeah. So, you know, a lot of people had a fucking chip on their shoulders. And, you know, for all the right reasons, because, you know, these motherfuckers got to get trained up and shit. Oh, yeah. Uh, so that led to my first deployment. And that was my Euro, my Euro tour. I went to Europe. <laughs> so, man, that was, that was <laughs> fun. That was the best. I had alcohol poisoning at one point. <laughs> it was, it was the best, and uh, it was so much fun. So, so let's see what's uh, one good. Oh yeah, 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 so like, so this is where we're already uh, a couple of months in. I was in uh, Europe for like ten months. I was in Naples, Italy. Which is a shithole, but fuck! <laughs> if you ever go to Naples, yeah, it literally. It's um, what the Italy boot Ever, audience, if I haven't lost you until this point, if you're, <laughs> if, if for whatever fucking reason you are in Naples, Italy, and listen to my exact words, I am not fucking with you. This is a real place. Look for pizza cock. Now, not only do they have the best pizzas, but they have the best wine ever. It's called Fragolino. I've yet to find this wine anywhere else in the known country of this world, except for there. There was like stories that that was like an illegal bootlegging wine. For all we fucking know, we we may or may not. This, uh, I know I said that. Like, oh, we can't talk about. I'm gonna say this: We may or may not had a whole fucking pallet of fucking wine coming back from uh, Italy to America. Now I say may not because why would we? Because that would violate a shit ton of customs and you know <laughs> laws. <laughs> yes. But if you're ever in Naples, Italy, find hint, pizza. Hint, cock, wink, wink, air quotes. Best pizza. <laughs> Uh, and best wine called Fragolino. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you just reminded me of that. Okay, I'll we'll start with that one then. So fuck it, no one's gonna know these people. So uh, I think Lee might know what this means, but Mel, do you know what a Chad is? Yeah. Do you know the definition of Chad? No. So a Chad is like. So, like, the term is, like, uh, an aborted concept at this point. Well, it's it's supposed to be meant, 
you you know like the college football star that the quarterback gets uh-huh. the girls, the coolest guy, most popular. Yeah, most of that's that is the person that's that in most of your team movies. That is the popular, oh, popular guy, food chain. You see, guy. I actually thought that that's what you were going to say. Yeah. I was yeah. like, you and your sister, y'all, y'all nasty. So I was like, oh, oh, no, this no. Is something I don't know. No, <laughs> sure. It's actually well, sexting that is a chat, but it's not that. The chat is my deployment. His name was. <laughs> I'm not gonna say his last name. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was saying the same because it's full. He he has a really good like dude bro military man name, but his name was Chad. He was like six ah. five, two hundred and like sixty pounds, all <laughs> fucking muscle, and he was a fucking redhead. <laughs> he was the coolest guy ever. He was Just a single now. He is not, unfortunately. Uh, he wasn't single was when we were deployed. <laughs> That's why I'm not saying his full name. <laughs> but uh, he he was a cool fucking guy, and he was the most chattiest chat. It's like, what's up, bro? You wanna get fucked up? Bro? Like grenades, all that. Like you wanna go drop fucking grenades, bro? Like the most. It, he was fucking hilarious, but he was a huge fucking teddy bear too. <laughs> and we had this other dude, uh, Glendy. Cool fucking guy, uh, down to earth, from fucking Rock Rockers, <laughs> New York. Couldn't tell. Yeah, fucking. He, you could never hear his New York accent until he got drunk, and that's when it started coming out. <laughs> yeah. So, from Naples, Italy, you can pay eighty. I don't know if it's changed, but you could pay eighty euro to go from Naples, Italy, to Rome. On the bullet train. That was the first time I was on a bullet train. That fucking thing is fast. It takes an hour to get there. Oh, that's like a hundred dollars, guys. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that is a hundred. That is still that is still definitely a hundred dollars. Okay, also yeah, that's about a hundred dollars. Audience, if you're still here, um, twenty dollars will get you anywhere. Fuck any cab driver that tells you, and if you're driving for more than ten minutes, fuck them. Twenty dollars, twenty euro. Tell them to go fuck themselves. It, and that was before we didn't have. And I sound like a fucking boomer. We didn't have uh, like Uber, but like Uber was around, but it wasn't like there yet. So you, you basically no. muscled all those cab drivers that twenty euro fucking count because we weren't going to pay anymore. They're also like. <laughs> Military looking men in civilian clothes. Exactly. Oh, no, they are, but they so didn't really, win. You know, <laughs> well, you know, they can try, yeah. but they're like, oh, God, we're gonna die. Back to the Rome yeah. story. It is the funniest so, story. Wow. We went to, we went to <laughs> Rome. It's really gross, but keep we're checking all the Rome shit. And uh, we had a legit bar crawl. And the bar crawls are the best. Again, only cost 20 euro. They take you to three bars. The first bar to take you is just a regular bar to get people, and it is an open bar for an hour. So you were just fucking pounding drinks. Just for a straight hour. Yes. 
I cannot drink Jaeger yeah, or Red Bull. My heart can't. Well, <laughs> that's when I came. No, 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 no. I still. Uh, that was when I came back when I went to Vegas EDC. That was my second time. But that was 2013. So now it is 2012, going into 2013. When I'm in, when I'm in, uh, there. So you, you go to the second bar, and that's just your partying, everything, getting more people. Then the third bar you go to, that's the bar they take you. That's where you go. That's where the cool place is. So the Spanish Steps is like this a monument. There is a church that is on top a of monument. those steps. A and monument. So, again, uh, we didn't have any. We had a cab, but they took – we may have had – some guests with us after leaving the last bar for the three of us. So, and they may have been a volleyball team, uh, international. <laughs> but, uh, so this, it, Italy's weird with the architecture. So, you know how like you're in Jersey, New York, and you have like one ways and all that shit. Yeah. So they have that there, but they also have like mountains <laughs> that, mm. that you can't drive up. So the hostel that we were at was in the bottom of the steps and like you make a fucking left turn and you're there. So we're drunk off our fucking asses and uh, we're like trying to go up these steps with our guests and all I can say is we may have lost one or two of our guests, uh, of our, there's only three of us, me, Chad, and Glendy. And Chad and Glendy may have, you know, slowed behind on the steps right below the church. And, you know, bless and bless those steps. <laughs> Made those steps nice and spicy, some would say. <laughs> What? That was, that was, what were you talking about? That's unless you, yeah. What are you talking about? Oh, really? The story that you had to come home and tell. Oh, the fountain. Oh, yeah. Monument. <laughs> I forgot about that. Wow. I for, There is also oh, a fountain oh. there, where <laughs> I may have blessed that fountain as well. <laughs> wow. But yeah. Well that was that was one individual night of uh, that whole uh tour. There, I, I still have a bunch. Or well, come up to an hour. Do you still want to keep going? Yeah. I feel like you disenfranchising <laughs> a I'm gonna tell you one thing, I'll tell you another thing too. You know, my guests might not have known that there were a fountain either, but you know, a lot of people don't know. <laughs> and <laughs> that's not trying to like uh you know, say, Oh man, I'm the best with my hands, but I was surprised too. I don't know what the fuck I was doing. I was drunk off my ass. <laughs> I was trying to play the guitar and I've never played a guitar before and shit, it worked. <laughs> well, yeah. well then. If we ever have you back on the podcast, then you can tell the Call Me Maybe story. Yeah. 
We're going to call it for the night. It's a Monday episode. episode well, again, uh, <laughs> Lee has I'm a brother. Sure. I don't know if people like it or not, what have you. If you got into this part, thank you for listening to my dumbass just like rant and all that. But yeah. We're definitely going to have a part two of this because I need to know more. Uh, I definitely have a few more. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I'll, I'll tell. The next yeah, time, I definitely will tell the first time I almost got married. <laughs> Whoa. <Yeah. laughs> Uh, that was a fun night, too. That was really, really fun. And guess what? Wow. The other person was able to talk me down. <laughs> but yeah, it was cool. Okay. Definitely. We'll definitely do that. Later. Bye.